It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app, and we are streaming live on YouTube from Radio Row, where our big game coverage on the Team 980 is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. All right, it is time. Well, we're a little bit late, but when you have Dan Quinn on the show, you move things around. Uh, if you missed our interview with DQ, make sure you check the podcast. Anthony will have it up shortly. You can also rewind in the Odyssey app. But right now, it is time for Never Read the Comments. We tried to warn them. They didn't listen. Yeah! Every week, the Hoffman Show goes into the belly of the beast. We read those comments, baby. Never read the comments. All right, we are skedaddling as quickly as we can because this will have to be an abbreviated version of Never Read the Comments. But Jerry Cothran, 7857, says, I'm not going to get excited over all this hoopla. I've been built up and let down too many times before. I'm going to just take a wait-and-see attitude. I'm not going to have high expectations, but I do want and expect clear signs of adult professional leadership and a competitive team and improvements from week to week. Fingers crossed. I think this is a fine, responsible take from uh, Jerry uh, and represents where a lot of Commanders fans are. I would say it's a new day. Uh, New ownership matters a lot. Having real adults who other people wanted to work for them matters a lot in Adam Peters. And, yes, Dan Quinn. Uh, Again, Quinn pulled himself out of – head coaching searches the past couple years other people would have hired him and he's like i don't really want to go there washington was the job he ultimately got excited about this season so uh we will see what ultimately happens if you want to get out over your skis that's fine i get it you're tired of being charlie brown kicking the football but uh you know we'll see we'll see where this goes uh Molten Metal 5645 says uh, on Cliff Kingsbury, an offensive mad scientist, dude had Mahomes and Kyler and got fired at both places. He was the head coach both places, not the offensive coordinator. Those offenses did just fine. Go back and watch Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech. He put up literal video game numbers. Uh, and Kyler had really fantastic numbers. It's why he got paid all that money. Like, he can, he can send Cliff Kingsbury some dollars uh, for all the money. Not that Cliff needs it. He also got paid very well for his many gigs. But I, I do think Cliff focusing on just the offense will be a, a really good thing for him. I actually was listening to an old interview with Cliff, Peter Schrager, and Sean McVay. Uh, Schrager and McVay did a podcast one summer. I think it was during COVID uh, because they were bored. And Sean needed something to do, and Schrager was like, let's do a podcast, and so they did. And they had Cliff on, and, you know, Cliff and Sean talked about how when you're the OC and the head coach, because Cliff was the head coach in Arizona at the time, um, he he said, like, you have to find time for the other stuff. Like, running the offense is really hard, and I think his ability to just focus on the offense will be a good thing. Um, and by the way, if you want to see how that works sometimes, like look at Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator versus Dan Quinn as head coach. Um, obviously, he's got to fix that here, but that's kind of what happened to him in Atlanta. Uh, Steven Kogan, 37-18, says, I like that you're consistently bringing up the regression or stagnation of Kingsbury's offense in the second half of seasons. I really hope that makes Kingsbury's radar and that he acknowledges it and really looks to rectify it. Well, we asked Dan Quinn about that 30 minutes ago, and he said, like, Cliff has taken a look at that. And there's there's this incredible quote from Quinn on Kingsbury. He said, this guy is an elite competitor. That is music to my ears because if you're truly an elite competitor you have no ego it is about winning and obviously 
there's a lot that goes into that, and everything I said in the last segment about connectivity and all that kind of stuff actually does contribute to winning. It's not frou-frou. It's not fluff. It matters. But at the same time, like, so does sequencing of plays. So does adapting and changing throughout a season. So does the ability to be multiple. And I think all of those things can certainly be things that Cliff works on and can apply himself more to achieve because he doesn't have to go then run a team meeting and worry about what his defensive coordinator is doing. Brandon Scott, 8160, on our uh, interview with Sam Fortier about Cliff Kingsbury, uh, had this to say. Craig, I think your mention of this being an incredibly deep wide receiver draft might match with them hiring Kingsbury as his air raid system may be easier for rookie wide receiver draft picks to learn easily and get them up and running. Thoughts? Um, So my thought is this is a good thought, but the cart is before the horse. I don't think that you look at the draft and go, deep wide receiver class, let's hire Cliff Kingsbury. I do think that the deep wide receiver class can be helpful to Cliff Kingsbury. I think this team needs a big X receiver. I think Terry goes to Z. Um, I think that Jahan then goes in the slot. I think you could with Cliff and the way he gets matchups in space, keep running with Terry at the X, Jahan at the Z, and, and go from there. Um, but there's, there is definitely any kind of receiver you want in this draft. And they definitely need to add because Deami Brown and Mitchell Tinsley are the only two non-Terry and Jahan wide receivers currently on the roster. And if you're going to go four wide uh, with any frequency, which we'll see if Cliff does that here, uh, if that's still a priority, the 10 personnel stuff, um, then then you need that. But I think it is going to be a very interesting first offseason here. And the markets in some of the positions that they need help in are very strong. There's some others where there's not. It's a weird draft in a lot of ways. Um, but I don't think that you look at the draft class and go, great wide receiver class, bring in Cliff. I, I think that is that is bass backwards, as they say. Uh, Pedro Ramirez, 74-12, says, Cowboys fan here. Quinn is a good football coach. He always kept his defense coach to a good level, although he did pick up a locker room in Dallas that was already built and the leaders were already there. If he can build that in Washington, y'all will be 8-9 to nine wins easily. Obviously, every year, uh, y'all hope for more, but it will be floor eight to nine wins with a chance to be a playoff contender every year, which is what we all hope from our teams. I think to an extent, I think where Washington is right now, it feels more boom or bust. Like, hey, we've done the eight and eight thing. Can we just can we be really good or really bad? And then that way, eventually we're really good. But I do think Quinn gives you a level of competency that is going to be good. But I, I think at the end of the day, like it's a player's league in so many ways, like your coach. Your coach is what takes you from being, from having good players and being like a mid-level football team to being a competitor. I do think the coaching matters a ton as a needle mover, but the floor of your team is based off your talent and unfortunately, and how you use it. So I guess that is coaching, but uh, the, the bottom line is the last, last year, like this team wasn't as talented as we thought in some spaces, wasn't used well in others, and then got worse as the year went due to injuries and trades. And that's why they're picking second in the draft naturally. Um, last two here. Curtis Walker, 3654, says, Do you think Cliff Kingsbury will elect to bring in an experienced run game coordinator to help marry his scheme to a more balanced offense? I actually don't know how much more balanced Cliff needs to be. I do think it needs to make sure that it marries pass and run. And uh, I would say if there's an experienced run game coordinator that works well within what Cliff wants to do, a lot of gap scheme type of stuff, that they're comfortable with a run game that's out of shotgun a lot, then, yeah, you should bring it in. 
But I, I think one of the things we saw last year, and I will say like to an extent last year in Washington, but more so in Carolina is the best example of this in recent memory. Just a bunch of good coaches in a room doesn't mean jack squat. A bunch of good coaches that all think the same, like think similarly on a principle level, think similarly and understand what each other is trying to accomplish, even if they have disagreements that they flush out in a productive way, that's how you create a good staff. So experience could wind up being a bad thing. Like I look at you know the friction that existed between Bill Callahan and Kevin O'Connell here, and they just saw the game differently. So you know experience can be overrated because then you know a guy doesn't necessarily respect his rank. He's like, oh, I'm being brought in to help. I know better than Cliff does. And if you have a guy that comes in like that, that's a bad idea. But obviously, someone with some kind of experience would be great if they, as long as they're on the same page as Cliff. Last but not least, our fun comments of the week. I'm just going to pick one of the many that were saying this. Uh, Steve C2665 commented on one of our videos from Monday when we were in Ashburn and said, will you guys stop showing off all the books you've read because I was sitting in front of an empty bookshelf? I would just like everyone to know that was not my office. That was not anybody's office. That's why the bookshelves were empty and that's why I could use it. So um, I, I do think that it would be smart, though, Next time we do the radio show from Ashburn because there's a press conference or a practice or whatever that we're covering. And thankfully, the commanders have, have been great in letting us, uh, when there is news, be out there and do the show from Ashburn. Um, but as, as the only show that does video, I'm going to demand a couple of helmets. I think that's what I'm going to do. I need either books or helmets to put behind me. We can't do the empty bookshelf. Uh, there was a lot of concern. I do read books. Um, I know stuff about things in the world uh it's the Hoffman show we are live on radio row in las vegas super bowl week 2024 super bowl 58 sunday you can hear it right here on the team 980 when we get back veteran journalists around the horn panelists washington post columnist kevin blackstone joins us here on the team 980